This lesson is the 12th in a series of 12 podcasts on special days of the year. And so, corresponding to December, the lesson approaches Christmas. The following piece, which I called The Man Who Came In From The Cold, I wrote in the mid-80s when I lived in London. It's been published many times. Following it is another more humorous piece, but I do hope that you enjoy them both. The Man Who Came In From The Cold I remember the night. It was chilly, especially for Florida, and Dad had a fire burning in the hearth. Even as a seven-year-old, I realized that this felt certain doom for the jolly man who later that night would squeeze down the chimney. I mustered the courage to ask Dad, Is there really a Santa? I was devastated. Doubts soon began to flood my mind as to the existence of a stork, the Easter Bunny, even of God himself. In later years, I learned that Santa Claus, alias Father Christmas, St. Martin, Der Weihnachtsmann, Père Noël, was merely a corruption of St. Nicholas, a Roman Catholic bishop of the 4th century. His attributes, red suit, reindeer, residence at the North Pole, derive from a blend of pagan legends with traditions about the saints. Good heavens! 25th of December? When was Jesus born? Does anyone really know? Early Christians were unsure. Cyprian fought 28th of March. Clement of Alexandria guessed 20th of May. Hippolytus assumed 2nd of June. If these early Christian writers, 3rd century, who lived close to the time of Christ, had to guess the date of his birth, how is it that we know better? The shepherds. According to Luke 2.8, the shepherds were living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks at night. But what is Israel like in late December, the time traditionally assigned to Christmas? It's cold. It's the rainy season, Ezra 10, 9 and 13, Song of Songs 2.11. The shepherds would not be found dwelling in the fields in the winter season, certainly not at night. It's therefore unlikely that Jesus was born after Halloween. Whence then the notion that he was born on the 25th of December? Roman history. In 274 AD, the Emperor Aurelian, influenced by the Persian cult of Mithras, a popular god worshipped by Roman soldiers, designated 25th December as the birthday of the sun god, Sol Invictus, the unconquerable sun. In Mithraic tradition, the god was born 25th of December, celebrated for 12 days. Does that sound familiar? In some circles... Worship of the sun became identifiable worship of the sun, S-O-N, as in Malachi 4.2. Then, in 354 A.D., Liberius of Rome ordered Christmas to be celebrated. This was popular among the Romans, who had already been celebrating the Saturnalia, 12th to 24th of December, as well as the Brumalia, 25th of December, times of merrymaking and exchanging presents. Houses were decorated with greenery and festal lights. Gifts were given to children and the poor. Yes, Christmas has pagan origins. On top of all this, it's not even the actual birthday of Christ. Teutonic history. As with the Romans, the Teutonic peoples too had their celebrations of the winter solstice. 
The idea was that the sun god was dying or dead, and there certain things one should do to assist it on its way, thus speeding the recovery of the world from its winter torpor. As the days lengthened around mm, 22nd of December, there was great rejoicing and partying, and thousands of years of Teutonic history make their contribution to the customs of Christmas, and these customs spread with the people into Central Europe, Gaul, and Britain. At the Yuletide, special cakes were consumed. Yule logs were burnt as an incentive to the waxing sun. Fir trees were adorned with lights in honor of the tree spirits. Special greetings and gifts were exchanged. Many went awasailing, and of course there was the mistletoe, under which one stood and began, only a kiss, mind you, the headlong rush into a night of pagan revelry, 1 Peter 4.3. Remember that all of this was going on long before Christ was born. Shopping sprees. What would Christmas be without the frenzied shopping that characterizes our society? Listen to Lebanius, a 4th century Roman writer, as he describes the scene in non-Christian Rome. Everywhere may be seen well-laden tables. The impulse to spend seizes everyone. He who through the whole year has taken pleasure in saving becomes suddenly extravagant. A stream of presence pours itself out on all sides. Yes, Christmas spirit, often sustained by big business to sell merchandise, is nothing new. Rather, it's an ancient and time-honored tradition. Nordic mythology. The Norse thunder god was Thor, who flew through the skies in a chariot drawn by two magical goats. Their names? Nasher and Cracker. Sound familiar? Perhaps this piece of mythology moved Robert May to pen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1939, which became a song ten years later. Christmas. The modern word Christmas comes from the Old English Christus Messa, or Christ's Mass. In medieval Catholicism, this was the Mass. The word Mass itself appears to have come from the Latin Missa, from the end of the old Latin liturgy, where the priest dismissed the congregation, ite, missa est, which means go, it is the dismissal. Anyway, these words of dismissal in time became applied to the entire church service. One wonders, were people that eager to get out? So, really, Christmas is simply the liturgical celebration of Christ, really of his birth in a church service. Santa Claus. There was a Turkish bishop of the 4th century, Nicholas, well known for deeds of charity and kindness to the poor. In accord with the Catholic custom of promoting various Christians to sainthood, in time he became Saint Nicholas. By way of the Dutch, this man's name, Sinterklaas, comes into English, the Americans corrupting it to Santa Claus. Closing Considerations We've seen that Christmas is essentially 100% tradition and non-Christian tradition at that. Yet traditions are condemned in the Bible only if they directly contradict the word of God, Mark 7, 6-8. Jesus commanded us to remember his death, yet there's no harm in celebrating or commemorating his entrance into the world. As one of the few who now understands the true origins of this holiday, you can now enjoy the season in a more enlightened manner. So be of good cheer, and Merry Christmas. All the notes from that article you'll find um, in the material accompanying this podcast. 
Now, the next humorous piece is based on a well-known poem, The Night Before Christmas, along with a hint to the premillennial doctrine of the rapture. Don't critique it too seriously. Just be sure to consider its serious and important message. Plus the night Jesus came and all through the house, not a person was praying, not one in the house. The Bibles were left on the shelf without care, for no one thought that Jesus would come there. The children were dressing to crawl into bed, not once ever kneeling or bowing ahead. And mom in her rocker with baby in her lap was watching the late show while I took a nap. When out of the east there arose such a clatter, I sprang to my feet to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and lifted the sash, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but angels proclaiming that Jesus was here. The light of his face made me cover my head. It was Jesus returning, just as he had said. And though I possessed worldly wisdom and wealth, I cried when I saw him in spite of myself. In the book of life which he held in his hand was written the name of every saved man, he spoke not a word as he searched for my name. When he said, It's not there, my head hung in shame. The people whose names had been written with love, he gathered to take to his Father above. With those who were ready, he rose without a sound, while all the rest were left standing around. I fell to my knees, but it was too late. I'd waited too long, and thus sealed my fate. I stood and I cried as they rose out of sight. Oh, if I only I'd known that this was the night. In the words of this poem, the meaning is clear. The coming of Jesus is now drawing near. There's only one life, and when comes the last call, we'll find that the Bible was true after all. And so, even though Christmas is a time of levity, celebration, and family, it should also be a time of reflection, not only on the birth of Christ, but on the true meaning of Jesus' entrance into the world, for he will be coming back.